Hey everybody, welcome to the 1947 Rise podcast. A podcast that helps India-born US trained Indians get integrated into the Indian technology ecosystem and inspires them to move back to India to build massive tech companies and or help enable the tech ecosystem. We do this by interviewing India-born US trained Indians who have moved back to India and built massive tech companies themselves and or helped enable the tech ecosystem. Prashant, I'm thrilled to have you on the show. My pleasure Shiva, look forward to this conversation. Prashant would love for you to start by walking us through your journey from growing up in India to moving to the US and then uh, moving back to India. Yeah, sure. So I grew up in Delhi, um, West Delhi, to be precise. Um, then school was there, college was IIT Delhi, worked with Unilever thereafter um, across multiple roles and functions. And then uh, uh, 2005 went to Stanford for my MBA. <clears throat> and uh, post that, um, uh, th- that's actually the time I went, uh, there was pretty much nothing called entrepreneurship. Uh, in the popular imagination. There were some early trailblazers who had just started something, but it wasn't really an ecosystem thing. So it wasn't on my radar at least. Um, But post uh, the Stanford experience and uh, being in Silicon Valley, um, I think uh, the the world view changed, the eyes opened a little more. Uh, Anyway, um, came back uh, to work with a startup called Map My India, uh, launched their first navigator here before going back to the US to spend a couple of years more in the Valley with uh, McKinsey doing consulting work. Um, primary reason being that while at that point, uh, startups and doing some tech innovation and all were exciting as concepts, I still had no idea what and thought it would be uh, good to just uh, spend some time uh, while I figure all of that out and that then make the play when when ready. So 2009, November is when we finally, me and my co-founder Samir, uh, we decided to move back to India and and get into this entrepreneurial journey. Got it. And what exactly made you move back uh, to India, Prashant? Oh, multiple reasons. Uh, I think, uh, firstly, um, I personally wanted to move back. Uh, So uh, India is personal comfort, family is here. Um, and, um, and just before, uh, I think 2008, at one point I had, I had come to India for a two day trip and uh, turned out that one of those days, my dad was seriously unwell. And uh, uh, I spent uh, the entire day and night at the hospital uh, taking care of him. And that's kind of a watershed moment uh, it was for me that what am I doing away when uh, I am needed here. My parents want to be close uh, to that. So that was one reason. But I think that's not uh, enough of a reason uh, uh, to to move back. The second reason was uh, there was just too much happening in India. The the market was changing. Entrepreneurship uh, was taking off. Different sectors were seeing activity. Um, This entire ecosystem was bubbling. And overlay that on uh, along with the fact that 2008 
the U.S. after the uh, the financial system collapsed there was in a slow situation from an economic perspective. So the, all the fun activity action was actually uh, seemed to be in India. And um, in fact, I had a bunch of American uh, classmates who moved to India to to do their startups. And at one point, I was wondering why, what am I doing being away from the action when I clearly want to be in that place. And that's uh, around that time, uh, Samira and I got together, we started thinking of, we want to give it a shot, we want to build something fundamentally interesting and important and do it in India. What could that story be? And uh, after bouncing off of, and uh, at McKinsey, I was doing largely healthcare. Samir had spent most of his time with technology and finance. So healthcare technology, we felt fundamentally needs to be uh, a building block for healthcare in India over the next few years. And we decided let's just jump in and figure it out. So uh, that's how that entire process happened. Got it. And uh, how did uh, uh, HealthCart uh, initially come mm-hmm. about and how was the journey in the beginning and where are we today? Oh, so um, in fact, the journey started before HealthCart. It, uh, we started with a, a platform called Health Chakra, which was a practice management software for doctors. And uh, we spent a good year, year and a half at it uh, before uh, realizing and getting convinced that that was not the right uh, uh, model that to scale. And that was also our view of what the, the, uh, the ecosystem needs was also fundamentally evolving as we were going through that experience. And the biggest shift was that we felt um, that healthcare for it to work has to be patient-centric. And uh, most of the countries uh, uh, have the same problem. They have a healthcare system, whatever the country, people don't like it. So they don't like what they get. They, are, uh, they feel it is suboptimal. They feel it is uh, not a great experience. And it's strange in a way that the, the sector that uh, makes people live better live longer, takes care when they literally are in deep distress. And still they don't like that sector. They don't admire that sector. And one of the fundamental reasons we felt was that it's because the way it is constructed, it's patient centricity is not there. All business models either put the payer, which is the insurance company at the center or the, the provider, which is the doctor at the center. And the patient is kind of left as a recipient of whatever gets rolled out. And as things were, patients were not appreciating that at all. In, in any part of the world, you can, uh, that's a consistent theme. And that's what spending a year and a half on that doctor-centric platform, we felt it's, 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 uh, we were looking at it the wrong way. We have to put the patient in the center and then build a model uh, with that in mind. So first thing we did was just built out the, as health card, a, pay, a patient-oriented uh, e-commerce platform to access healthcare products. And a lot of that came from our interaction with patients and doctors in the clinic, where one of the fundamental issues people were having was around access and authenticity of healthcare products. And um, we saw the supply chain, saw a lot of pain points and thought e-commerce is taking off. Maybe it's time to create an e-health store for India. That's kind of how HealthPath came about. 
And uh, the evolution of HealthCart over a period of time was uh, went much deeper into the nutrition category. So supplements, vitamins, and very quickly moved into uh, our own uh, private made in India brands. Because we, we saw a huge space in that market, which is uh, um, the market was dominated by US and Europe brands that were good quality, but super expensive. And the Indian brands were just positioned as low cost and low quality. We felt there's a very clear space of a high quality Indian brand that is at par with the best in the world, but made for the Indian context. Indian digestive systems, Indian taste are actually very uh, different than, um, than uh, US and Europe for a lot of things. And we learned a lot of that through our, our, our digital platform. And that's how HealthCart over a period of time uh, became a nutrition-focused brands company, D2C brands, and multi-channel. So today it is around 150 physical stores. Our brands sell through all digital and physical retail and through healthcart.com, of course. So that's the story of HealthCart. It continues to, it's been more than 10 years and it continues to get stronger. It's uh, the leading player in the nutrition space. Um, however, 2015 is when I branched out to start one end. Got it. Got it. Yeah. I mean, you guys are solving a very important problem and that too at a scale and, and really, you know, helping India uh, think in a different way or reimagine how healthcare uh, works. And, uh, and yeah, I think uh, recently Tata Digital uh, acquired majority stake in 1MG but Prashant, you know, there's no uh, such thing as overnight success. You know, it's been a long, uh, you know, journey. You've been grinding for the last, uh, you know, uh, 10, 11 years. Uh, was there a time when you thought, you know, this was it? If so, how did you manage to overcome it? Yeah, multiple times, actually. Um, and I think the first phase was the most important phase, which is uh, when we came with our doctor-centric platform, and it was a beautiful platform from a just a feature perspective. It, it could do everything that the doctor might have needed, but the reality was the doctors did not need it at all. <laughs> there is no appreciation on that side. And from our perspective, if you look at it from our lens, both Samir and I, standard, typical middle-class uh, uh, Indian household family of professionals, studied, got into IIT, got a, one of the good jobs out of campus, applied for MBA, I went to Stanford, he went to Harvard, I went to McKinsey, he went to UBS. Kind of things were very linear and straightforward. And it was very, and it was a history of kind of knowing what you want to get and uh, just uh, putting in the effort and, it, and things were working out. So we kind of, we were in that zone where we hadn't experienced uh, uh, things not working out in a major way. And uh, here we land in the digital health ecosystem and pretty much fell flat. And it was fairly evident, fairly early in the day that this model is not working. It still took us almost 10 months or so before we decided that, okay, this is... And, and in that time frame, we tried five, six different things. We kept trying different things. Um, and however, it was fairly evident that um, this will not scale. This is not something that will work. And um, 
at that point multiple times the question we would ask each other was uh, if we should just hang up our boots and go get jobs and get back into the normal grind um, and uh, we had run out of all our savings if at all there were and um, uh, or we continue one more try one more try and i think uh, that's where having uh, the right co-founder is very very important when one person goes through a, a feeling of this is not worth it or not working out the others optimism kind of keeps you going and i think it worked out uh, in some ways we we had committed ourselves that we are giving it a good two years no matter what and um, um we questioned it quite a few times but at the end we always kind of ended up with that we've committed a few years of our lives let's uh, let's just keep trying and maybe we'll land on something and uh, as it turned out one of our potentially final attempts at uh, another yet another business model turned out to to show some green shoots and got us excited that okay direct to consumer is uh, is the dimension we want to play man uh, what a journey it has been and what a great lesson for anyone who's listening to it and uh, and i guess the takeaways is uh, you know just have a sure self believe be determined and uh, and just keep doing it just don't leave just do it uh, for long enough and you'll just find the way and uh, prashant you know you moved back in uh, you know 2009 and fast forward to today 2021 if you were to move back to india today you know what would you work on how things have changed in india today and what advice would you give to people who are thinking about uh, making the move back to india yeah i think um, india is a land of opportunity and it's um, the ecosystem is becoming more and more supportive and at any point in time the ecosystem looks competitive so that's the other reality of india that there are a lot of problems and there are a lot of people trying to solve those problems and um, having said that i think uh, the approach and attitude has to be to solve a problem and stay with the problem uh, for a while now um, i think one of the the other very important lesson from the, those 15 months of uh, so called failure or things not working out was actually that the other two companies came out of that only so mostly what happens is that your incoming thesis does not work out but the idea is to use that as the uh, basis for continuous learning and iterating and evolving because both healthcard and 1mg came out of all the things that we learned with by spending those 15 months with doctors and patients and fundamentally what had we come to what, what did the problem we wanted to solve was to make healthcare easier and better for patients and we had just thought of our business model as something which would be the right way but after coming here we learned that there was a better way to do it and i think that is important and that is something anyone moving back now what you have going for you is there's an evolved funding ecosystem people are willing to work uh, in startups or excited to work in startups and the one thing that is consistent then and consistent now is people like to work and solve problems about um, for things that matter so as somebody wanting to come back 
from the US uh, right now, have some perspective of the problem you want to solve. Be open to learning, find a bunch of aligned folks who want to solve this problem with you. And the good news is that the fundamental blocks of the ecosystem are now very much in place. So you can pretty much uh, hope to, to, to learn quickly, make mistakes faster, get access to some capital, friends, family, angel, because all of these are now reasonably evolved systems. So I would say if you want to move back, the biggest thing is pick the broad space you want to move back and an initial hypothesis, but keep it in mind that it will evolve as long as uh, you are open, agile, and flexible about it. Absolutely, totally agree with you. And uh, Prashant, in the hindsight, what do you think you learned from your experience in the US and were able to implement it in India and it ended up uh, becoming valuable? So I think all experiences are valuable and you learn something or the other. And definitely there are many things about the US experience that were fundamental to, to what uh, I have uh, learned over the period of time. Now, I think one of the key things actually for me was I went at a time when this entire technology, innovation, entrepreneurship was not really a thing in my head. The first thing that I have to give credit to the US for is at least my mind was opened up to it. Um, I got excited by it. I got bitten by the bug, as they say. Um, and it did change how I look at uh, what I want my life to be about and what I want to spend my time on. So I think that perspective part was uh, the most important. Other than that, uh, the other big contribution, of course, was uh, healthcare, because uh, getting to see the U.S. healthcare system up close, and it is a it is a very interesting system. Again, uh, the way I look at it is that it's a it is again a system with very deep sophistication and local optimization. Every individual aspect of that healthcare system is actually very sophisticated. However, put together, it's not a system that still works for most of the people there, uh, but that's a different matter. But what you got to see was how healthcare is, has evolved there in different dimensions. You pick an insurance company, a pharmacy, a pharma company, there's that, HMO, GPO, whatever. Everything is very, very sophisticated, optimized, and uh, unlike uh, the Indian ecosystem, where we still had to see any of that uh, uh, efficiency come in. Um, so I, I think uh, I have to give credit to that system. And uh, and then working in the U.S. Uh, and I'm not saying that it won't happen in India, but uh, I think the work ethic and the uh, uh, the focus on getting things done on time, so they, they were fairly helpful and instrumental uh, going ahead. And and yes, building out the, the networks did not hurt at all. So I think all those things were positive. So the experience has been an integral part of uh, my journey. And uh, I think a uh, bunch of things have helped get me where I am today. Thanks for sharing this, uh, Prashant. We'll switch gears here. Uh, we'll get to know you at a deeper level. Any life event, book, uh, or a decision that changed your life? 
so i think uh, the event would be when i was here and my dad was uh, not well which i already mentioned so that was the event that triggered or rather accelerated the thought process that i just need to figure out a way to get back um otherwise it's in kind of in the back of the mind it moved to the front <laughs> Uh, so that would be the event that i think was fairly fundamental to me got it and uh, mentors you had early life advice that stayed with you who did you look up to growing up so uh, mentors yes i haven't really have a, a role model uh, per se but a lot of different people you look up at different points or times in life but in terms of uh, mentors there was this partner at mckinsey um, uh, who i used to work closely with one of the sharpest guys i know and um, when i was taking the decision he he sat me down and showed me what life ahead would look uh, and uh, i think uh, i really appreciated that because he told me that for the first time in life you are going to go through phases that so far you would not have uh, gone through because you are embarking on a journey of of this kind and at a certain age you'll start comparing um, where your peers in stable jobs are and uh, where you are struggling and you will enjoy a lot um, but you are front ending a lot of your effort and uh, and but this is how it will look and this is what you need to focus on learn these these kind of things so um, that i think uh, w- would be my uh, by mentor experience otherwise role models they at different points in time different people yeah yeah and prashant what do you struggle with and uh, and do you have any frameworks that you use to overcome them so the biggest struggle is what not to do and i think the single most important decision mm-hmm. um and when you are deep in a space like healthcare everything is seems important and everything seems problems worth solving but the reality is that not everything can be solved simultaneously so so what not to do what not to do now um are things that are the constant grapples i think the other big part that has been um, and i think it's been reasonably decent uh, on an aggregate basis is how to let go because as you grow the organization as you build grow the team as you need to build out the entire leadership uh, system of the of the business a lot of things that you were really good at you need to uh, let go and once you let go you need to empower the person so it should not be like letting go but still being uh, driving from the back seat so i i think those are important things to do and uh, uh, i i i believe fairly decent in in that aspect now and i'll ask you last few questions if you could have dinner with anyone in the world who would that person be and why who would that person be why uh your name shiva oh no this is a interesting question and uh this thinking it might be a uh an elon musk kind of a person just because i'm not necessarily a huge fan but i'm very curious how he thinks yeah. and how that 
mind works and so i think that could be one dinner that would be interesting um or 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 otherwise i may go hollywood <laughs> just for fun no you're absolutely right uh, i don't know who knows how how his brain works and how he's able to do yeah. so many things at once and uh uh prashant we we know you uh you know for 1mg what do your friends know you for uh i i think uh, i am uh, uh, a very like i have a very deep but a small uh, set of friends i am an introvert by nature they know me as a quiet person uh, and uh, and a reliable person so i am always there for them so i think uh, with my friends it's pretty much uh, a very deep one on one relationship with all of them and and it's um, i'm i'm not the kind of person who's the life of a party i'm the guy who's standing in the corner having one on one conversation so that's that's who i am prashant thank you so much there was so good thank thank you for you know sharing with us your journey you know from uh, going up in india to moving to us and coming back and then really building a spectacular company which is almost a verb now it's a household name one mg almost everyone knows about it and also sharing your valuable experiences your failures and and yeah the, thank you so much i'm i'm sure this is going to help a lot of people who are you know thinking about moving back to india and it will help them make a better decision i enjoyed the conversation thanks for having me and uh... look forward to hearing other podcasts also that you'll be watching